Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Monday, May 14th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today we're hearing from a new Vice vertical that we feel like you should know about. It's called Free, and it is the perfect millennial guide to all things money. Who doesn't love money? So for this episode in particular, we're going to zoom in on the benefits and drawbacks of our growing gig economy. Over 57 million Americans, or about a third of the U.S. workforce, myself included, are freelance. And that number could grow to about 43%, according to recent research. So I work in production, which means that most people that I know and work with are freelance. That's kind of a given for this industry. But what's surprising to me is that nearly half of all millennials, period, are doing work in a freelance capacity. And while being your own boss can seem really great in theory, the gig economy has all kinds of pitfalls for workers. So here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking with the editor-in-chief of our new vertical free, Anita Hamilton. I'm excited today because we get to introduce a completely new Vice Vertical. Tell me a little bit about Free and sort of your vision for it. So Free is Vice's new personal finance channel. And the goal of the site is to explore our relationship with money for better and for worse. Uh, There's a lot of personal finance sites out there and find that a lot of times they're either geared toward retirement or they have this idea that you're this perfect person with money and you're just going to get like a little bit better. Um, and they kind of condescend to people who don't have it all together. But the truth is that a lot of people are still just figuring this out. Um, and we want to explore that, um, both people's successes and their challenges that they have um, along the way. And it's geared a little bit towards a certain age group. What is kind of the specific stuff that this age group is going through and, and who are we talking about here? So we're definitely focused on youth culture. So we're looking at people generally from 18 to 35 who are either just starting to make money and learning how to deal with that on their own. You know, previously their only money may have been like an allowance from their parents. But now they're actually making some real money, um, whether it's a job at college or they just graduated or maybe they're even thinking about buying a house. Um, So we're looking at all those age ranges and some of the common themes are, well, how much money do you spend on booze or weed and which do you spend more on? Uh, how do you deal with roommates? How do you sort of negotiate, you know, the issues that come up with that in terms of, you know, both financial expenses as well as, you know, just the relationships and dynamics that you have. Uh, we're doing a lot on jobs. You know, what kind of jobs can you get? What do you do if you don't get paid a lot? How do you sort of navigate the gig economy? Um, and then other issues that we're going to be exploring that we haven't done as much are things like student loan debt, credit card debt. And just sort of achieving your life goals, whatever that may mean. It could be maybe you want to take a year off and travel. Uh, Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to adopt a kid. Um, So we're going to kind of help people figure out how to do that. 
In this recent article, you talk about the gig economy, which is really important for this generation. A lot more people are working as freelancers or cobbling together a career with several different jobs. What does that look like right now? Well, the interesting thing about the gig economy is that young people are much more likely to be doing some kind of a side job. I personally think that's because salaries just aren't keeping up with living expenses. And that idea that you could just pick up a side job, like delivering something for Postmates, for example, that's really appealing to people because entry-level salaries just aren't that high. So it's really important to millennials, uh, especially in terms of like seeing what kind of side gigs you can take to supplement your income. And what are the sort of pluses and minuses here? Because obviously there's some sort of freedom that comes from freelancing. Um, When I was a freelancer, I took a two-hour nap every day in the afternoon, and I loved it. And then there's also the constraints and the stresses that come with it. So what's the kind of yin and yang here? Well, I should mention that I was a freelancer for a few years. Um, And for me, like the best part is that you feel like you're in control. And you can say yes or no to jobs without a huge, you know, blowback. You know, if you sit there and tell your jo- your boss, I don't want to do this thing, you know, you'll probably get fired. Whereas if you're freelancing, you just don't get that assignment. So the idea of freedom and being able to set your own schedule, I want to take a week off in August, I do it. I'm not available. No one's going to say anything. So that's great. And also when you do these part-time jobs, you know, you stack them on top of your regular job. So that gives you the opportunity to really boost your income. Uh, the downside is, for me, the main, main one was, well, pay is a big issue because when you have a full-time job because you're working 40 hours a week, you know, you get paid for 40 hours a week every week. Um, as a freelancer, your hourly rate sometimes is higher, but you don't always work 40 hours a week. Plus, you're always scrambling for your next gig. So that's really hard. Another problem is there's not as many worker protections. For example, if you're being harassed um, on the job, who are you going to call? You know, there's been a lot of instances that have been reported in terms of freelancers not really feeling like they can address these sort of issues of either harassment or discrimination in a way that you could in a company. Um, That's not to say that companies are always great about it, but at least there is a way to do it where you can still keep your job. I mean, there's other challenges. Just a lot of freelancers say they have problems getting paid. Um, Like, even if they do make the money, sometimes the invoices don't go through. So that's another issue. So what do you tell people in that scenario, like, how to navigate that world? Because it is such an unregulated sort of Wild West. Well, a lot of it comes down to the personal relationships you have with, you know, your clients and your bosses, even as in a freelance kind of relationship. So a lot of it comes down to your personal skills or your luck. You know, do you have someone good or not? You can't force people to act decently. All you can do is remove yourself from the situation. Are there certain industries where this is more prevalent or is it sort of across the board that we have an economy that's more conducive to gig economy? I mean, the more stories you read, the more you hear about it. Um, I just think it's not as well reported in some of the lower paying industries. Um, I remember reading a New York Times report about, I think it was like about hotel maids and, you know, kind of the issues that they're facing. But you don't normally hear about that. I mean, I think it's across the board and it just really depends on the individuals involved. You mentioned that free is very different than a lot of these personal websites. What is some of the sort of counterintuitive advice that people would get on your website versus another one? Um, So, like, we did a story on, like, which is more expensive, 
booze or weed. I haven't really read that a lot in other sites. Um, I also wrote another story on how it was a first person story because I had just I'm hiring right now. Uh, so it was on cover letters. I had just gone through so many cover letters. And I was like, your cover letters suck. And, you know, normally people aren't going to say that to people. They'd be like, well, here's three tips on how you could possibly improve. But I just wanted to be like Frank and say, hey, you know, this is a problem. Here's how you could fix it. It's not that hard. Well, thank you so much. And everyone should check out free. And hopefully we will all be rich and secure and have lots of savings by the time you guys uh, get started. Thank you. To read the full story and to check out Vice's new money vertical, go to free.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. And tune in again on Wednesday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.